What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And uh, quick reminders that we are getting to the end of the month, and we just did Game of the Month, but uh, we're still in May, so make sure to play uh, Risk of Rain 2, and when we go into the next month, we'll be playing Path of Exile. Uh, also, uh, make sure to get them while you can, Overcooked, and What Remains of Edith Finch. Make sure to play those and come back later this week. We'll be doing Plus Club soon and uh we'll let you know what we thought of those games let us know what you thought of those games and get those games downloaded because we're almost out of time and uh hopefully we'll find out what uh next month's playstation plus games are uh because we haven't found out yet apparently it's gonna be wednesday so we'll see uh we have a discord link down below you can uh, talk to us anytime all the time and we are on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you'd prefer to listen to us you like audio more than video or whatever reason you can do that there uh takes tuesday so uh things are slim pickings right now and i've been saying that for a couple weeks now but as we get closer to e3 it seems like people are starting to like pull back all their news because they're ready to just dump it all at once so we got a couple things to talk about one of them, uh, some people might be freaked out about, but I don't think it's that big a deal. So we're going to talk about it. And then we got a video we're going to watch. So with that, let's get into the first bit of news. Okay. Uh, this first topic does have a lot of information. So I'm going to be reading it verbatim off of the website we're using. Uh, so with that, the well, what is it? It is uh, the World Health Organization's decision uh, regarding video game disorder. So uh, officially being... A disorder according to them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the World Health Organization has decided to add gaming disorder to its list of recognized illnesses. The 194 members of the group made the decision uh, at the 72nd World Health Assembly. They agreed to adopt the 11th revision of the International Statistical Classification of Diseases and Related Health Problems. Hopefully I won't have to say that again which is also known as ICD-11. This new revision of the ICD includes game disorder as an illness. Uh, according to who's ICD-11, this is the definition and characterization of gaming disorder, a pattern of persistent or reoccurring gaming behavior, digital gaming or video gaming, which may be online over the internet or offline manifested by one impaired control over gaming, uh, e.g. onset comma frequency, comma intensity, comma duration, comma termination, comma context. Number two is <clears throat> increasing priority given to gaming to the extent that gaming takes over precedence over other life interests and daily activities. And number three, continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences. The behavior pattern is of sufficient severity to the result of significant impairment in personal family, social, educational, occupational, or other important areas of functioning. Um, and the last bit I want to add to that is uh, they announced the ICD-11 will go into effect January 1st, 2022. Thoughts? Um, I'll look at something else here, too. Let's see. Uh, yeah, so the ESA pushed back on this decision, and they also said... Um, that uh recklessly trivializes real mental health issues like depression and social uh anxiety disorder apparently so it is worth mentioning as well to this that um when this was first talked about in 2018 and uh now that it's officially a thing according to the who um a lot of um people in the video game industry have been pushing back on it and want them to reconsider uh this um whole thing uh 
Okay, so my thoughts on this. Uh, they've been talking about this since 2018. And uh, then I thought it was kind of ridiculous. And now I find it kind of ridiculous. First thing I want to say about this is anybody who hears this, first off, mo I keep saying first, I'm like trying to build this up. Every time I hear about the who, nobody fucking cares what they say. They're not, they don't do anything. They're not official about anything. They're just a group of people who talk about health shit. They have these meetings and then they put it out and it's offered and people can hear that and go on with the fucking lives. Most people I know don't fucking even think about or talk about uh, the World Health Organization. Um, that being said, I've had multiple people recently go, holy shit, have you heard this? I can't believe they're saying this. I can't believe blah, blah, blah. It doesn't mean anything. This is just them putting out a guideline of what they, whether you respect them or not is your business. This is just what they think. Um, it's worth noting that they've said a bunch of shit that they think when it comes to health and nobody cares. So take this with a grain of salt. The only thing that this can do is they could potentially get enough people together and try and influence something, but still they'd have to go have a meeting with somebody. So anybody who's kind of like alarmist about this, it's, it doesn't mean anything. So my opinion on their opinion, I think there's not enough evidence to support the idea of any kind of gaming addiction or gaming disorder um you can't find it anywhere uh, if you look it up so it's kind of ridiculous that they are just uh coining at that specifically because all the things that they said um that they're saying is this disorder are common in a lot of things that people uh show when they become addicted to anything uh habitually mentally whatever um and i think putting the laser uh sight on fucking video games uh just reminds you of the 90s when people are saying the violent game, video games made, well, they still say it. Violent video games make people fucking violent, um, which is not true. There's no, there's no evidence of that. So, uh, yeah, in my opinion, this is a bunch of people who are out of touch with uh, what's going on with gaming, and I think they're oversimplifying a bigger problem. Um, I think there is a little bit of merit to it in the sense that, um, like a lot of things, video games offer escapism to people who are looking for it. Um, and, uh, you know, people who uh, are feeling more fulfillment from a video game than they are in their life for whatever reason, no judgment, no nothing, whatever. If they're getting more fulfillment out of a game than their life, it is more, they're more susceptible to prioritizing that. If you were wanting to fix that, you could seek therapy the same as you would seek therapy for anything they're using to escape that. Um, so to say it's like a video game problem, um, again, I think it's oversimplifying it. So this whole thing's ridiculous. Um, it doesn't do anything. Uh, it's just a group of people who have an opinion and uh, all the video game um, industry pushing back on it. First off, makes sense because they're fucking with their business. Mm -hmm. uh, even if it's not like, you know, it's officially for them, but it's not official to everybody. Um, it's still bad press, essentially, that they're saying officially there's a gaming disorder and, you know, your casual person or person who doesn't play video games or whatever, unaffected by games, does, you know, it's not um, interacting with them. They're going to hear that and they're going to go, oh, man, did you hear that? I think little Jimmy's got gaming disorder. Um, and, you know, the industry knows that they don't want that being passed around shit. So they want that reconsidered, but also they want to reconsider because they have said when they originally said this in 2018, but up until now, um, there is no studies that back that. So if you want to say this shit, which I'm all for, I'm all for the facts, where the fuck are the studies at? That's it. 
Like if you don't have them, if you don't have evidence for this, this is just a group of people. And it, and it doesn't even say that they all, uh, agreed on it. It just says that the 194 members, uh, made the decision. So this is probably voted on probably got, you know, the majority of the votes or whatever the fuck. I don't know how they do this. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just meaningless. I just wanted to clear it up for people. Cause there's a lot of people who are kind of like worried, like, Oh shit, they're, they're coming after the games or whatever. They're, they're blaming us. They're making us the bad guys or whatever. And, um, yeah, oversimplification. There's no proof of it. And, uh, it's whatever. Man, it's going to be kind of short for me because I'm pretty much just going to piggyback off you and say, the only thing I'd really add to that is, um, Anyone who who does, you know, have <clears throat> half the things they're talking about on here, they probably have a different issue altogether anyways that goes beyond the game being the issue. So, um, yeah, I, I don't even know where to go with this. It's just pretty much, like you said, there's no studies for it. If, if a person is overly doing uh, any activity to the point of... Uh, impairing their personal family social you know occupational life stuff like that you know the people do it with all sorts of things movies tv books whatever drugs um, alcohol food so it's a it's definitely a behavioral thing but it, it has nothing to do specifically with video games so I, this yeah. this is silly and as a person who plays a lot of video games you play a lot of video games you you put a lot of hours into final Fantasy 14 i put a lot of hours into fucking wherever i can get my hands on um I think me and you are, because I do know people who absolutely prioritize games over pretty much like most important things in life. Yeah. Um, I've known some pretty, um, um, I don't know, uh, it's hard, what's, what's the way I want to put this? Dedicated? De- yeah, overly dedicated <laughs> people to video games. And that's, that's overall, it, it seems a personality trait. If it wasn't that, it'd be something else. That's the person. And these are people I know really well. Me and you play a lot of games, but we also prioritize, um, you know, work, bills, people in our lives. I mean, if I was playing a game and someone wanted to hang out or fucking go do something, I will do that before the game anytime. So um, there's nuance to this that is not necessarily being represented in it. I am glad they're using the word disorder outside of addiction, even though it's pretty much the same thing. But what is the video game disorder? What is what is wrong that they are putting too much time into games and not looking in, into things in life uh, that is becoming detrimental to what they're doing in life? Again, that's not it's not the video game doing it. That's what they are using to to uh, distract themselves with. Um, so again, I think we're putting too much emphasis on the game itself and not that people are looking for ways to escape their their what they have to do in life or what they should be doing although i'm kind of a nihilist and i think like you know as long as you're not hurting anybody do whatever the fuck you want yeah. if you want to live your life playing video games and never do anything and that's living to you it's your fucking life dude do it like have a blast that's awesome um so uh i don't really care what people do but if it doesn't affect other people you got kids or whatever you know there's an issue but again it's so much deeper rooted than just Video games are fun and they make, uh, they cause disorders. No, these people already do this or are looking to do this already. Um, so it's, uh, 
There's way more to it. There's way more to it. But anyway, my whole point that I was trying to say is we play a lot of games, but I don't think either of us would be. I mean, I don't believe in this anyway, but I don't think we would be those type of people. Yeah. And most people I know, I don't think are, but I have met some people who are like that, who they're talking about. Um, that guy in, what was it, Korea that died from fucking playing. I should not laugh. That's not funny. Sat at a, in a net cafe for too long, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just so ridiculous that he did that. That's maybe who they're talking about. But again, that it, dude had something else something going else on. Something else going on, for sure. If he was willing to fucking sit there and die for a video game, I'm going to wager like 99% of people wouldn't do that. Yeah. I think most people wouldn't do that. Even all McSai likes to sit around and fucking not get off that couch. He brags all the time. He's like, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to eat food. I'm going to play video games all fucking day. He ain't doing that shit. He ain't going to fucking so, die. When I'm leaving work on Fridays, that's pretty much what I say. I'm like, hopefully, I'm just sitting on my butt playing video games all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if, if, I, don't, if I don't have shit going on that, that weekend and like I've been working, you know, we work physical jobs. Yeah. It's nice to sit down and fucking just play a video game once in a while, but I I do like to like go out and get on the bike and ride around and shit a bit, but uh, you know just because I can't sit there for too long, I'm fucking way too like hyperactive to do that. But um, but yeah, I mean that's mo- most people are, are responsible in that sense though. But again, I'm just gonna reemphasize, I do know people personally really well, some people who put a lot of time into video games and will prioritize them over life tasks. And, uh, you know, those are some of those are good friends of mine. And uh, and, you know, uh, I think if push came to shove, they would they would, you know, not choose games over something super important. But, you know, it, it it's kind of um, all over the place. But again, I think it's so much more so much more technical than they're really letting on. Again, I think these are a bunch of older people who have just observed the worst of the worst and went, there's absolutely a problem here. They're showing signs of addiction and they're playing the video game. Yeah, but that's 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 the person. If it's not the game, it'd be something else. Never mind, you know, gaming being <clears throat> one of the top, if not the top form of uh digital entertainment. So it is the top form. It yeah. sells more than everything. Uh it's huge. Most people play video games nowadays. And um and, and yeah, so I mean, if you're looking for that, you, you got a real good chance of fucking finding them playing video games. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I know people who sit there and just watch movies all the time, constantly. I would not say it's a, a movie disorder. Yeah, it's just people choose what they want to do in their, their free time. And yeah. obviously, like we said, if, if that bleeds into taking over uh, their ability to handle real life responsibilities that actually have consequences mm. there's a bigger problem so <clears throat> but it's not the it's not like the movie is telling them or you know keeping them there there's no chemical reaction happening there for that so um well there's definitely chemicals going on there with everything you do if you're having fun you're getting uh dopamine dopamine yeah. from it so um which you know is something that happens during addiction, but it's not, it's not, it's not, you are not inputting something specific. It's just what you're doing is doing that. Um, so it's, you know, like I said, it could be anything. So, um, I have music disorder though, in the sense that when I'm listening to music, I'm like an album guy. I like to listen to the whole fucking album. If you skip a song before I'm fucking done with it, I'm gonna get pissed. Happens all the time. I'll be listening to a song and someone like, 
like fucking at a party. I'm like, oh, unless it's a different song, then I'm like, why? Why would you do that? That's a disorder. I have that. Where you at? Who? Um, yeah. Anything else you want to say on that? I kind of fucking just said a lot of shit to that. It's just this. They've been talking about this for a while, and it's just kind of tired. And this, like I said, takes me back to fucking the '90s, where people were like, you know people are violent and video games are violent. So it must, there must be a connection. And then people who study are like, no, we don't see a rise in, in violence from video games at all. In fact, there's more violent games now than ever before in more hands and violence has not gone up. It's gone down. So what the fuck is going on? Anyway, brings me back to that. It's dumb. It's ridiculous. I hope they will, uh, retract it, but I don't think they will. But again, I don't think they're, I don't think it's gonna do anything. It doesn't matter. Just the people who are uninformed are gonna hear that and go, "Well, I knew it," or they're gonna go, "I don't give a fuck." Anything else? No. Listen in the comments. What do you think about the Who uh, saying that gaming disorder is the thing officially? They've been talking about it for a while, but now they're like, "It's it's official." We finally came together. It's official. Do you think it's a real thing? Do you think it's not a real thing? Do you believe in gaming addiction? Do you think it's the specific thing they're doing? Or a uh, characteristic personality trait. Um, do you know anybody who's super into video games? You might be as well. Um, to each their own. Do whatever the fuck you want. Um, uh, yeah. Any validity to it? What's your thoughts on the whole topic? And do you think, this is the really important question, do you think this being made official is going to affect anything important to us as gamers? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below second bit of news is more so just the video we're going to watch so uh neo 2 is coming out uh sequel to neo obviously if you haven't played it fucking play it it's awesome i love neo um but yeah recently they just did a closed alpha test for it um that uh they released keys to specific people but you could also get them on twitter and i keep finding a bunch of people who are like oh i finally found one on twitter i finally found one on twitter so apparently there's a lot of them because there's a lot of people on youtube who are like i got my hands on one like when did this happen i didn't see that at all um so anyway i went through a couple videos trying to find somebody who had things to say about it because i'm curious about it and i found somebody uh their channel is uh p war gaming p w a r gaming you might know them but i want to say their name because we're going to be watching their video so go check them out if you find this video interesting but in this video he's going to be talking about is neo 2 really just neo point 1.5 because apparently people are saying it's not that different from the original um and uh he's going to go over everything new in neo 2 uh is there anything you want to say before we get into this did you play neo you played the beta for a second. I own it. Oh. Yeah. I, you uh, were trying to get me to get past the first level so that I could do the co-op. And I oh, got yeah. halfway through it and shut it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing against the game. I just, if you've been watching the channel, I don't play Soulsborne games usually. So, or at all. Any opinions on this? Not going to pick it up? Probably not. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Like I said, I'm fucking... I love Neo. I think it's one of the only Soulsborne games that really carved its own individuality out of it because it does still feel like a Team Ninja game, like Ninja Gaiden meets Dark Souls, and it and it feels like its own game, which is really kind of cool. So I've been waiting for Neo 2. This one's supposed to have customization, your own character. You're going to make your own character or whatever, which is really cool because Team Ninja is really good about making character models. That's pretty much what they make their money off of nowadays. Um, and... Uh, yeah, can't wait to see this. And in fact, if it is just Neo 1.5, I'm not really going to complain, but because I like Neo 1 so much. But I hope I hope there's enough things that are different. Anything else you want to say? 
Mm-mm. All right, let's get into it. Three, two, one, and go. What's up, guys? It's Project Neo 2 got an alpha demo just recently, and through blood, sweat, and tears, and Twitter, uh, I got access to the alpha. The demo consists of three full-fledged missions with two new bosses to fight against as well as a variety of new enemies. We all wondered how they will handle the sequel after it was revealed it was a thing at E3, and from the alpha demo, it's safe to say we know pretty much how the game will be. If you like the original Neo, you're gonna love Neo 2. If you didn't right, like the original Neo, well, you're not gonna like Neo 2. And that's because, to put it bluntly, it's the same game, just new content. But it plays exactly the same way. It's got it looks the exact better, though, same core system. It does have some new stuff and it refines some things as well as looking more cleaner and shiny. But overall, yeah, it's, it's more of the same. Better lighting, way so better before lighting. Before we talk further on that, let's go over what is new. First off, you can now create your own character. The demo was limited to presets, but the full-fledged game will have plenty of options to make your own unique characters. Cool. Even a chest size character models look good. Imagine yeah. that. And visually, everyone looks great Japanese with games the usually pretty good about that. The spa, in particular, is a good reason to make a girl character. Of course, this means we won't be playing as William since this game takes place before William got to Japan. However, it is confirmed that there will be transformation options like before, allowing you to equip the skins of in-game story characters like Neo 1 did. The UI got an overhaul, having a much more aesthetically pleasing UI with sharp and clean menus, and the overview map yeah, looks got better. a visual overhaul as well, that looks better having too. a sort of diorama look to it instead of the trashy static 2D map in Neo called 1. Trashy? So that's a nice change. Yeah, Why would you call trashy? It's fine. The new one's better looking for sure. But... Again, way cleaner and more modern looking, oh, taking way a better. Path of Exile skill tree style of sorts instead of simply a list of skills. Path of Exile, game of the month, the next month. The gold nodes are your active skills, while the blue nodes are the passives. So you can more few. easily identify yeah, any looks skill way better too. About. And we still There's have the PV skill option. They, their nice. system before was really fucking of dumb. The four I didn't like the way it was set up. In the alpha, we got a new weapon type entirely called dual hatchets. Think of a mixture Ooh. of dual swords and tonfa style, but you can chuck your axes at enemies by charging up your strong attack, and you can even evade jump backwards after a combo. That's cool. Overall, this weapon was a lot of fun to play with since it offers both close and long-range combat, and I can see it becoming a fan favorite. There's a new Revenant system in place where now you can use players' characters as an NPC helper in your game, useful for really? people without PlayStation Plus wanting some help, and just generally these guys should speed up farming stages for certain items, although they do cost Ochigo Cups to summon. If you're having trouble in the game though, summon one of these guys. Cool. You also get cups based off how many people use your helpful revenant, which is nice. And multiplayer co-op is still in, with a maximum of two of, uh, pals you can bring along, and the option yeah. to create custom parties. But seemingly there's no voice chat still. Of course we got a handful of new yokai to fight compared to Neo 1. A lot of reused ones showed up, but there's still enough new ones to be exciting. Which, a new and awesome feature that is gameplay related, is the addition of yokai skills. Basically, defeating yokai can drop their soul cores, which you can equip up to two to your spirit partner, allowing you to use those yokai's abilities really? to your advantage. Overall, this actually added a lot to your gameplay. It's weird because it seems like features-wise, that's where the sequel enemies. part is. Of mm -hmm. course, 
You do need to charge them up via yokai That's force, fucking cool. which is gained yeah, by attacking is. enemies. But the one to two uses that reminds me of that one so game on PS3. Great that blow to your enemies. Have, oh, um, I had a lot of fun with this mechanic personally, and if you shit. do have the alpha, an and want a strong tool to use. I think, I, use, I, think I, re I ended up purchasing core. it. Again. The ability to go underground, effectively dodging oh, any attack, oh, then cool. you can come up whenever you want when it's safe to deal a lot of key damage to the enemy, which was sick every time I used it. So the addition of these, which also come with unique and random passives and even their own levels, will surely add to the gameplay of the game. But of course, the biggest new feature is the addition of Yokai Shift, aka Demon Mode. Living Weapon now turns you into a demon instead, That's at least cool. in Alpha. Each spirit has their own unique demon form with their own unique moveset. It's no longer based on your weapon, it's a brand new moveset limited to the type of demon. Of the types, we got Fire, Water, and Corruption Element. In this form, you have your basic attack and mechanics. It's weird, they did a lot of work to the game. Of the prior game, needing Amrita just to not maintain visually. it, but your yeah. strong the attack is better. the main course meal of this mode, where charging it absorbs Amrita to make your weapon stronger, like gameplay-wise, they've added a lot. And stun potential. Yeah, for sure. Or you can absorb it to yourself to extend your demon form. You also automatically dispel Yokai Realms when you touch them, which creates Amrita for you to absorb. And if you can time it right, you can sort of parry attacks back to deal key damage to the enemy. If you see my alpha bosses video, you would see how effective this mode can be to the bosses, many of which otherwise people have struggled with. And I haven't even built the character in a specific way to capitalize on the damage, so it is seemingly very strong off the bat. But that's pretty much it as far as major new stuff goes. Level wise, I suppose looks there a is a new mechanic like called game. the Dark Realm, but this kind of has people grumbling a bit as the amount of key reduction speed you get during this makes a lot of the battles way harder than in Neo 1. And almost every boss has an effect like this, where everything becomes grayed out sorta, and things get crazy. The upside mm. is you can build more yokai force to spam your yokai skills more, but the main yokai you need to hunt to get rid of the realm are also a lot tankier and deal more damage, so it's two negatives for you just for one positive. I suppose if you were worried about difficulty being changed to be more casual, this stops your worry. But yeah, as you can see, it's nothing truly departing from the original. Some new mechanics only extend your playstyle, but not drastically change it. You're still doing key pulses, stance changes, iframe dodges the exact same way. You're just now using yokai skills every now and again and activating demon mode, which in a way isn't much different from the living weapon system by too much. One of the main problems I've found because like of this is of, of the three mm -hmm. old weapons featured, Odachi, Sword, and Spear, they all pretty much had one-to-one -one the exact same skills as Neo 1. Hardly anything drastically new, maybe one to two new active skills and maybe a bit more passives, but otherwise exactly the same. Likewise yeah, for Ninjutsu and Omnio skills, there's a few more, but mostly a rehash of the first game ones. So this is a concern, I would say, as the game already is very much like the original, to not have new flashy skills to play with would be a major bummer. So hopefully these skill trees aren't set in stone and yeah, will be more that, expansive that in the final game. Likewise, hopefully they add a variety of new weapons to the game as well, not just returning. As if these four are truly the only weapons in the final version, that will be very bad for diversity. 
which was already sort of a problem in Neo 1 before the DLCs got added. And if we're copying and pasting, then there should really be over 10 weapon types in the final game, and there's no excuse to have less given what little is new. It's also and as said and shown, the new demon mode is mm. very capable of being a powerhouse, and the loot system is seemingly the exact same, with random effects, rarities, levels, and there's some set bonuses in alpha as well. So the Diablo loot system is still there, cool. but that also means it'll be harder to balance the game, which if we do make powerful builds or abuse certain yokai skills or demon modes, we could see a repeat of Neo 1 with hefty nerfs every month to something we took advantage of because there's just too many factors for them to consider because of all the effects on the loot. And there's also new modifiers as well to take into account, so it's a boon and a curse for us builders. Outside, I I that's one of my favorite things about Neo, is Neo random loot. But hopefully they can make interesting characters and scenarios we can all end up loving like the first. The story of the original was forgettable for most, but I really like the twist they put on the old historic figures of Japan, and while William, for the most part, in my opinion, was a pretty bland character, he oh, did yeah. tie in relations with Hanzo and Akatsu, a bond we might not get as close with our own custom characters this time around. But yeah, I think that wraps up what you guys needed to know about Neo 2. It is an alpha, so things could get changed or expanded upon and whatnot, but it's not like it's going to be drastically different in the final version. You're not going to get a Dark Souls to Sekiro switch. It's more along the lines of Dark Souls to Dark Souls 3. Same core, but just more stuff added. Which I guess is what you'd expect from a sequel. I just don't think this route will expand the player base more than it is just satisfying the current one. If the gameplay or loot system turned you off from the first, you can save yourself 60 bucks. But I love Neo 1 and I love my time with the Alpha, so I guess I am satisfied. There weren't any major bugs so far that I've noticed. Some of the yokai repeated some of the skills a bit too much, they got locked into repeating the same skills. And some of the AI broke a couple times, but other than that, everything seemed kind of polished outside of the occasional pop-in of objects, but that's likely PS4 problem related. 1080p 30 frames per second aka movie mode was super garbage um, and as far as I'm aware there's no 4k mode for PS4 Pro. As far as release date there has been no announcement but with the rumored launch of the PS5 next year I'm just wondering if it'll be a straight cross-gen game releasing at the same time PS5 does or if they'll release it early quarter 2020 and then later make an upgraded PS5 version <coughs> of sorts. We'll see. For those wondering about alpha access, it is completely random. Randomly sent out to PS4 owners regardless if they even have the game or not. And we don't know anything about a PC version yet or an open beta for a PC version, but they'll likely have an open beta on the PS4 again sometime down the road, perhaps around TGS time. And I'm sure yeah, we'll see or hear but... more about the game at E3 in a couple weeks. But yeah, I think that wraps it up. What do you guys think of Neo 2 so far? We're going to get right Alpha into that P-A-P-W-A-R gaming. All right, so that was Neo 2. What do we think of it? I mean, it looks neat. Um, I didn't play a whole lot of the first one, so I obviously I, I'm going to have a hard time drawing comparisons between the two, but um, at least from what he said and what I saw in there, I, I think the form changing uh, was neat. Um, I like that kind of stuff in games in general, though. And then, um, 
there was something else on there I thought was oh the the monster or yokai abilities I thought mm. it was a, a neat touch because it kind of adds a uh, another element of customization that didn't exist before so um, yeah one of the cool things about Neo outside of it just being like a fun game obviously is like random loot but also you unlocked like new spirits as you progress and then you got to pick which one you wanted to use and they all had like a special they could do with them. It was kind of cool seeing that animation, uh, you know, having a different spirit with you and having different moves and properties and elements and shit. Um, so it is cool to have more stuff kind of stacked onto it to kind of add to that flair. It's not quite Pokemon, but it's kind of neat to progress, get something, and choose which one you want to use and stuff like that. Right. Which is kind of cool. So that yokai system is is really neat. I like that you transform into them to do the move and stuff like that, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, other than that, though, I mean, it looks like Neo to me. Um, you know, it, <clears throat> with what he said and, and what, you know, I saw, it definitely looks like, you know, if you were a fan of the first one, the second one's going to be cool. Um, I don't know if I necessarily 100% agree with him that it won't necessarily bring in new people because there are people who just may not have known about the first one and they might advertise this one better or the word of mouth might be mm-hmm. better this time. But, um yeah, I mean, obviously, we'll see what happens with it when it releases. And if it's a better starting product, it has a better chance than Neo 1 did. Yeah. Because people you know, might have been disinterested or tried Neo for a second and kind of were like, eh. And then if this one's like better, has more content, they might be like, oh, this one's better. This is cool. I'll, I'll buy or, you know, play this one. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I don't agree with that either. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I beat Neo. I really liked Neo a lot. Um, I never got the DLCs, although I think I bought them. I don't think I played them. Yeah. Um, they added weapons wherever. That's one thing I'm kind of uh, hoping is that all the weapons that were in Neo are in Neo 2. It would be a big fucking step backwards if they did not have those weapons. I'm stoked to see the new um, axes. I hope there's more new weapons. Just one new weapon doesn't seem like enough. Um, I am kind of bummed that the skills uh, seemingly are like the same as the first one. Hopefully there is more to it. Hopefully it's like capped so we don't know uh you know what is available um yet there's a lot of betas that you know don't let you customize your character yet like in this a lot of games do that so you get to customize it once you get to play it um but uh i'm hoping they're doing the same thing with the skills they don't want to reveal it all yet that'd be kind of cool if not that is kind of shitty uh level design looks similar to neo um that's that doesn't matter to me that much i thought the levels were actually pretty diverse and interesting in the first neo that they look the same is whatever. Uh, graphics look better. Combat looks about the same, but cool. All the new features they added are really cool. And I think um, specifically all the UI changes is really neat to see. It seems that they got feedback and they listened because otherwise, why would you make that many changes to your UI? Um, it was kind of... Um, I didn't really dig it. I didn't like the UI in the first game and going through and buying my skills like that. This one is a lot more straightforward, having a skill tree. Uh, that you know looks kind of like Path of Exile looks fucking awesome. So overall, you know, this looks like it could potentially be better than Neo One, um, and that's good because that's what I want. I want a better Neo because I loved Neo, so uh, I'm ready to play it. And uh, I feel like this is gonna come out this year. That looks pretty fucking done to me. It does the only the only reason I I would uh, say not is just because you know they did say Alpha the whole time, which means they're still at least. Um, not in the visual department, but in the, you know, the number and, and, and uh, balance department, they're still working on it, obviously. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> who knows? Those words have so much less meaning than these two though. They do, but just they like beta just means demo nowadays. 
For sure. Well, and this is technically kind of a, a, that as well. A beta, the, yeah. The the only thing maybe is is maybe they are going to slowly release more and more of those weapons, and this mm-hmm. was just a chance for them to kind of start the same way they started the last game. Yeah. Get that foundation going before they add on to it some more. I don't know. I'm just spitballing really mm-hmm. in that regard. Um, but yeah, visually it does look really done. And even he said uh, while playing it, there was virtually no uh, issues except for like he had uh, some pop in stuff happen like once or twice or something like that. Yeah. So. Which happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall though, really cool. Really excited to play this. I mean, I didn't even need to watch this video. I would have picked it up anyway. And I'm still going to pick it up. Um, if anything, I thought this guy, uh, if I'm going to critique this random YouTuber that we watched, uh, I think he did a pretty good job on um, stating pros and cons and not being overly like, oh, this game's fucking amazing. Oh, this game fucking sucks. So, uh, you know, that's that was cool to be able to watch that and get a fair opinion and uh, info. So, yeah, I wasn't annoyed at any point in time. So. Yeah, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause yeah, like I said, like I said, he wasn't gonna sway my opinion, but at the same time, I do feel like I learned some shit about the game that mm. has altered uh, what I'm hoping from it. So, uh, you know, I'm glad that we watched that video. Um, yeah. So, anything else you wanna say on that? No. Neo two looking awesome. Let us know in the comments what do you think about Neo two. Are you excited for it? You're not excited for it. What do you think of this video? Um, does it sound like it's gonna be better, worse, or the same? Are you worried it's gonna be one point five? Do you think it's enough stuff to make it different? Um, are you interested in playing this even though you might not have played the first one? Are you one of those people? Um, are you not interested in this at all? And if you're not, let me know why because I'm gonna tell you right now. You're watching this channel. You know me. It's really good. You should play it. Unless you just don't like Dark Souls games. But if you liked Ninja Gaiden, like back on like the 360 and the Xbox, you'd probably like this game. It plays pretty similar to that as well. So it's just a third-person action game uh, that takes some systems from Dark Souls games. Um, yeah. Let them know everything you're thinking about when it comes to the people, random people making up disorders and fucking Neo 2. But that's going to do it for this episode of Taste Tuesday on Taste of the Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to... Uh, Fuck, like and subscribe to this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Uh, check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my streams on Twitch at Tasty Senpai, all one word. Hit the notification button and when I go live. We have Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you'd prefer to listen to us, all those links are down below as well. Um, and yeah, this week is kind of fucked. So um, uh, we have two, sh- I, did, I have two videos from streams I did prior. You should check those out. But we also did Game of the Month already which is the episode before this one. So go check that one out as well. Uh, Plus Club will be coming later this week. So uh, schedule's a little unorthodox this week, but episodes are coming out. There's a lot more episodes than normal. I know a lot of you guys appreciate more fucking content, so hopefully you enjoy it. But uh, just letting you guys know where we're at because it's a little confusing game for me right now. So uh, check out all those episodes and stay tuned for more episodes. Until next episode, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Until the next episode, I'm Seth. Again, take it easy, guys fucking repeating myself.